Good morning. Khadija here, Kit Kat Moments Revelations of Life. Your decisions determine your destiny, not your circumstances. And yes, the conversation continues. And I am still on that documentary um, contradiction, a question of faith. And I went back and I read the synopsis, and I'm going to share a little bit of that with you, because it said that the documentary addressed issues of high saturation in the black community of churches, that it addressed issues about how poverty and powerlessness coexist in these communities with so many churches, and how it correlates high praise with low productivity. And I had to think about that. And we have to take ownership of that. Because the Word of God tells us to train a child in the way that he should go so that when they grow old, they shall not depart from it. As parents, we are scripturally obligated to train our children, to teach them and care for them. We are responsible for the care of their spirituality, their emotional well-being, and physically. But in this documentary, they interviewed a lot of millennials, and they interviewed a number of youth who grew up in the church or grew up in the hood with the church on every corner, with the liquor store in every block, and the corner store where they were sent to play mama and daddy's daily numbers or purchase their lottery tickets. And they had grandmas and and mamas in the home who every Sunday drugged them to church. And they would get cursed out on the way to church or on the way home. And they would watch mama and grandma shout and run around the church and swing from the ceiling fan, so to speak, only to return home, to fight with daddy, to live in a community where nothing was changing or had changed witnessing a never-ending process of parents that poured their bill money into the offering plate and then would pray that the lights didn't get turned off. All the while being told about a holy God that can do anything but fail. And yet they watch Mama getting abused, and sometimes they were abused themselves. And they saw no sign of relief. So I have a question. What is that saying about the God that we serve? Because we claim that he can do all things, that he can do anything but fail. So what is going on? 
And then we don't understand that when our children get older, they leave the church. They don't want to have anything to do with God or the church because they saw no change. They saw day after day, year after year, continued poverty. All the while, while we were saying that God could do anything but fail, that he would lift us up on wings of eagles, we should run and not faint. But there was no change. It is time now. And it has been time for a very long time for change. We need to check ourselves. We need to take ownership of the poor parenting practices that we have lived for years. And it's time for us to start praying dangerous prayers. Like, search me, O Lord. And if you find anything that is not like you, cut it off at the root. Because we've been standing at this very same crossroad in our lives for a very long time. And that is a problem. Because we say it in Jeremiah 29 and 11. And so many of us speak that and wear it as a badge of honor that I know the thoughts that I have of you of good and not evil to prosper you to an expected end. When are we going to start walking in the plans and the purpose that God has for our lives? Or even better yet, ask ourselves the questions, why aren't we walking in the plans and the purposes that God has for our lives? In Deuteronomy 18 and 18, where God promised that he would give us the means to make wealth. And with that understanding alone, every generation that came after us in our family should have experienced better than what we were living in. But yet so many of us are still living in poverty and not enough. So we have to question ourselves and ask ourselves, what's the problem? What's holding us back? Or what are we doing to hold ourselves back? Why aren't we getting a better understanding of what's going on in our lives? And then some of us need to check ourselves and search our family history. And find out those generational curses that have been going on in our family generation after generation. And make it end with us. Say, draw a line in the sand. Let the enemy know that this is how far you've come. You come no further. You cannot touch my children because of the God that is standing up in me and truly mean it. But that would require change in our lives. Are you ready for that change? Are you ready for that declaration that the generational curse will stop with you? That you're not going to pass on poverty to your children so that they can pass it on to their children. The spirit of not enough stops here. And it begins with building our relationship with Jehovah. Because he told us in Proverbs 3, 5 to 6 that he would direct our path. 
He said, trust in God with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. And that he would direct our path, that he would make our crooked road straight. It's time for the generational curses to end. It's time to show our children that we truly do serve a holy God that can do anything but fail. That he's the lifter of our heads, the author and the finisher of our faith. And that there is nothing that is impossible for him. For we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And yes, even pull ourselves out of the brink of poverty, lack, and not enough. I'm telling you, when I watched that documentary, it struck a chord in me. Because I can truly testify for myself that once I got the full understanding of what God's plan and purpose was for me, once I got the full understanding of who I was and whose I was, it exact change in me. And when the change came in my life, in my enemy, when I fought the enemy enemy, then the things around me change. The people around me that I encountered change. My children's lives change. My grandchildren's lives changed. But the change starts with you. It starts in you. And then we have to ask ourselves, are we ready for the change? Again, I'm Khadijah. Kit Kat Moments, Revelations of Life. Your decisions determine your destiny, not your circumstances. And I love you with the love of Christ. There's nothing that you can do about it. And my prayer is that you would be like well-watered gardens planted by the rivers of living waters, that you would be like trees, that your branches will grow deep in the words and the understanding of who our Father is and who you are, that your branches will be strong and your leaves never wither, and that you will produce good fruit. So until next time, you have a God-fantastic rest of your week. Shalom.